Blog Talk Radio. True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Radio. Worldwide international radio broadcast, Radio is now on the air. I'll be your host by name, your 
seer, Israel, of seed writer. We're doing a series called Revealing the Number of the Beast 666, Son of Edition Part Number 90. And we're going to make a little slight detour, but we're still going to stay on the same line. Because one thing we got to always remember, once we in order with Yahweh, he got no other choice but to fulfill his word. That's the game changer itself, see, right? So we're going to do, we're going to see who could be on stage for the nice episode, part number 90. And we'll see one of the young lions, one of them up and coming teachers out of Camp One, ready to go. See, we meet and greet the young lion, Brother Titus. Brother Titus, up and coming teacher out of Camp One. Hey, Brother Titus, Yaqua beat you there, see, right? Yaqua bless you there. Seer, Israel, all seed royal. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, there, young lion. You, you ready to go, but you did sound like you was in the background somewhere. So you can get a little more close to that microphone and, and so we can take our business on some dust ass Yaqua, take number 90. And I will to be on a little bit later. He'll tell you about all this, what we got going on. And maybe the other young lion will be on a little bit later. But right now, we look on the international side, we see it's already packed and jammed over 900,000 plus on the international side. they ready to go. And look at the WCC. What you saying? Here, it's over 900,000 on the international side. But how many do you think is pro forces of the true Israelites? Well, WCC, World Council of Churches, out of 900,000, uh, I'll give you my answer a little bit later. I don't know how many pro voices of the is like. So, but we understand your role. You got to play your role, and we got to play ours. No doubt about it. So we'll leave it like that for right now. And also, we see Sister Miriam Rose is coming on stage for take number nine. Let's see if we meet and greet uh, Sister Miriam Rose by saying, Sister Miriam Rose, y'all be there, see you right Sister Marion Rose, Yaqlai BJLC Royce. What's wrong with the microphone here, WCC? Well, okay. Apologies. Yaqlai bless you, Seer Israel. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. What? There she is. Okay. Must be a delay. Hey, WCC, see, can you uh, bring up volume up just a little bit more and so we can get this uh, take number 90 going so. Um, Sister Miriam Ruth. All right, y'all are blessed, no doubt about it. All right, y'all line. Take a look at um Matthew chapter 10, 19, and go right into Luke chapter 12, verse number 12 there, y'all line. What it says in Matthew 10, 19, then go straight on into Luke 12, verse 12. Come on there, y'all line. The book of Matthew, chapter 10. Verse 19 reads, But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you should speak, but it should be given you in that same hour what you should speak. The book of Luke, chapter 12, 
Verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit to teach you at the same hour what you ought to say. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit do the teaching. Now, now listen, now, now listen now what, now what you got to say, uh, Roman Catholic Church Committee Board out of New York saying, why was he so loud? Well, why was he so loud? Let's see why, let's see why he was so loud. Isaiah 58, verse 1. The question is, why were you so loud there, uh, young man? Let's see if we pull a scripture on and find out why was you loud according to the 58 chapter, verse 1 of Isaiah. Let's see if that question be answered. Come on. The book of Isaiah, the seer, chapter 58, verse 1 reads, Cry aloud, spare not. Lift up your voice like a trumpet and show my people their sin. And the family of Israel, their sin. Oh, hallelujah. So, and then also, and the reason why he was loud there, uh, Roman Catholic Church out of New York, because in Zephaniah 2, 1 down to verse 3, is a great responsibility with a precept. So in Zephaniah 2 there, young line, what it says in 1, 2, and 3. Zephaniah 2, 1, 2, and 3. The book of Zephaniah, it is here. Where you messed up at, 
but then give them the remedy on how to get out of what you messed up in. So with that understanding, we can open up and and Deuteronomy chapter eight verse three, young line. So and Deuteronomy eight verse three. So the letter. So Roman Catholic Church Committee Board out of New York. So you see how why we do what we do. Well, now we can look at Deuteronomy eight verse three. And what it say in your mind? Deuteronomy eight verse three says what? The fifth book of the law, the book of Deuteronomy chapter eight. Verse 3 reads, And he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with matter, which you knowest not, neither did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man do not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of Yahweh, do it man live. Mm-hmm. So man... Man and woman live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the four-letter man, Yahshua. So let's precept that in Romans chapter 3, young line. Let's get a precept on that. Let's go to Romans chapter 3, verse 3 and 4. You're going to the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 3. And verse 4. The book of Romans chapter 3. Verse 3 reads. But what if some did not believe? Did their unbelief make the covenant of Yahweh without effect? Verse 4. Yahweh forbid, yea, let Yahweh be true. But every man or woman a liar, as it is written, that you might be justified in your saying. Your might is overcome when you are judged. Mm-hmm. So let the Almighty be true in every man of the life. So one thing about it, once you find what the Bible is saying, and it's brought to you according to as it is written in the Bible, then go with the Bible. I don't care yeah, what well. man or woman brings to the table, go with the Bible. Let's get a case in point by with Sister Miriam. Hey, Sister Miriam, let's get a case in point. And Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, 2, and 3. Let's get a case in point. You want to Genesis chapter 12, Sister Mary Ruth, Rose. Sister Mary Rose, say in Genesis 12, 1, 2, and 3. Get in that microphone and come home with it. 12, 1, 2, and 3, what it say? Uh, Sister Mary, let's look at that. Uh, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, 2, and 3. And take your time and, and bring it on home. You're on the clock. Come on. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Read. And 3. And 3. And 3. 1, 2, and 3. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, 2, and 3. Now the Yahweh has said unto Abraham, Get you out of the country and from your kindred and from your father's house unto a land that I will show you. Verse 2. And I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. Verse 3. And I will bless them that bless you and curse them, him that curses you. 
and in you shall all families of the earth be blessed. Mm-hmm. So that's good talking you're saying. You see, now, Abram, Abram, if you do right, you got a blessing coming. Then in you, that means in your loins. That's not all of the earth is going to be blessed through your loins. Let's do a little precept on that, uh, Sister Mary. We need a precept on that. Let's run to the, the book of Acts and get a precept on that one. That's pretty good right there. So by going to Acts chapter 3, let's look at verse number, hmm, let's pick it around by verse number. 22, 22 down to verse 26. Let's get a precept on that. Let's kind of dig into that a little bit, Sister Miriam. We're going to Acts chapter 3, verse 22 down to verse 26. You're back on the clock. Come on. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Acts chapter 3, verse 22 down to 26. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, a prophet shall Yahweh, your Yahweh, raise up unto you of your brethren, like unto me. Him shall you hear in all things, whatsoever he shall say unto you. Verse 23. And it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. 24, yea, and all the prophets from Samuel and those that follow after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. 25, you are the children of the prophets and of the covenant which Yahweh made with your fathers, saying unto Abraham and unto thy seed shall all the kindred of the earth be blessed. 26, unto you first, Yahweh, having raised up his son, they, son Yahweh, sent him to bless you, turning away every one of you from his iniquities. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. All right, good luck. We're going to have the same verse read again. And listen, Mary is careful that Sister Mary, Sister Rose. Well, that same verse read again by a young lion. And young lion picked that, verse up, that same verse up at Acts chapter 3, verse 22 down to verse 26. And let, let the same verse be reread again by the young lion, Brother Titus. Come on. Oh, that's the book of Acts. The book of Acts chapter 3, verse 22 to 26. Acts chapter 3, verse 22 read. But Moses truly said, Unto the Father, a seer to Yahweh, your Yahweh raised up unto you, of your brethren, like unto me. Here, shall you hear, and all things must weather, he shall say unto you. Verse 23, and it shall come to pass that every soul purchased, which will not hear that seer, shall be destroyed from among the people. Verse 24, yea. And all the seed from Samuel and those that follow after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. Verse 25. 
You are the children of the seed and of the covenant which I thought made with our thoughts. Stand unto Abraham, and to your seed shall all the kindred of the earth be blessed. Verse 26. Unto you first, Yahweh having raised up his son, Yahweh the son, sent him to bless you and turn away every one of you from his sins. Mm-hmm. To, to do what? He said, read that verse 26 again, that young line. Verse 26. Acts chapter 3, verse 26. Unto you first, Yahweh, Yahweh the Father, have it raised up his son, Yahweh the Son, sent him to bless you and turn it away, every one of you, from his sin. Mm-hmm. Read that verse 24 again, that young line. Acts chapter 3, verse 24. Yea, and all the seers from Samuel and those that follow after, and many have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. Mm-hmm. So they, they feel that she mentioned the, uh, the seer Samuel. What about the seer of Samuel? So they... So they he threw a nugget in there about the seed of Samuel. Let's back up to the ninth chapter. Uh, first Samuel, that young line. Let's find out why did he say from Samuel to seer? Why did he say that? Let's, let's find out why did he say that for those that were at that time to go back and grab their Bible called Samuel the seer. Go back and grab your Bible. So what was going on? that they want him to know in 9 verse 9. 9 verse 9 says what? First Samuel, the seer chapter 9, verse 9 reads, Before time in Israel, when a man went to acquire of Yahweh, thus he spake, Come, and let us go to the seer. For he that is now called a prophet was before time called a seer. Mm-hmm. Now, um, skip down to verse number 18, 19, and 27. 18, 19, and 27. Samuel chapter 9, verse 18, 19, and 27. Samuel chapter 9, verse 18. This old drew near to Samuel in the gate and said, Tell me, I pray you, where the seer's house is. Verse 19, and Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me and to the high place, for you shall eat with me today, and tomorrow I will let you go, and I will tell you all that is in your mind. Verse 27, and as they were going down to the end of the kitchen, Samuel said to Saul, there's the servant. Passed on before, and he passed on. But stay you still a while, that I may show you the word of Yahweh. So, so young man, the number one responsibility for us to do what? According to verse 27. Show you the word of Yahweh. Hallelujah. Let's get a precept on that, young man. Let's get a precept on that by going to 1 Kings 17. Let's get a precept on that. 
And let's get a precept on that. Go to 17 chapter. And we'll look at verse 10. Uh, verse 10. And we'll take it down number 15. Let's see if it says 10 down. 10 down to verse 16. Let's make it plain. 10 down to verse 16. Let's walk it down and see what's going on here. 10, 10 down to 16. Then we'll skip down to verse number 24. 10 to 16 and 24. What that say there, y'all lying? Come on. The book of 1 Kings, chapter 17, verse 10 to 16 and 24. First Kings chapter 17, verse 10 reads, So he arose and went to Zerapath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathered of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray you, a little water in your vessel, that I may drink. But she left and as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray you, a morsel of bread in your hand. Verse 12. And she said, As Yahweh, your Yahweh liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I have gathered two sticks, that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat. It and die. Verse 13. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as you had said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me. And that's it. Make for you and for your son. Verse 14. For thus said Yahweh, Yahweh of Israel, the bread mill, did not wait. Needed to the cruise of oil, failed until the day that Yahweh sent it rain upon the earth. Verse 15. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, the seer. And she and he and her family did eat many days. Verse 16. And the barrel meal wasted not. Needed to the cruise of oil, failed according to the word. Of Yahweh, which he spake by Elijah the seer. Verse 24. And the woman said unto Elijah, Now by this I know that you are a man of Yahweh, and that the word of Yahweh in your mouth is true. Mm-hmm. So the definition of the seer. It means, and a double meaning, the man of Yahweh. That's what it means. But one Yahweh. thing about it, we have to believe, once you is told by the fear some things, you have to believe that. Because Yahweh. he said, now I know by this, thou art a man of Yahweh. Otherwise, he could say, I know you are the fear, a man of Yahweh, or a fear of Yahweh. It is. Interchangeable any way you want to use it. And that the words of Yahweh is in your mouth. Now, all this works because he told her this. 
Y'all understand something. We know how the economy is and everything else in this world. But Yahweh made it plain on what you got to do if you want the blessing of Yahweh. You have to believe this thing. Look what he said in 17.13. What he said again in 17.13? First Kings chapter 17. Verse 13 reads, And Elijah the seer said unto her, Fear not, go, and do as you have said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me. And now, sir, make for you and for your son. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of times we be caught up in the world of scenery, and we get mm-hmm. caught up in all the world events and the things that have been befalling you, and you forget that Yahweh wants you to always do your business with him first. So when it comes Yuckwa. down to your time, free will, will offering and donations, the first thing you supposed to do, according to the Bible, is make sure that's out the way. Yahweh. That's out the way. Just as Yahweh is telling you things, look at our little piece of money, and we forget that Yahweh only trying you with whatever you love the most, and a lot of times what you love the most is that money. Or you get yourself caught in so many bills that the world have put on the table, which we're going to teach you on a little bit later, that you'll do some things that we always do, design of Gucci bags and all that. All that was a trap to get you away from taking care of your father's business. That's all that is. All that getting you a, a hundred trillion million dollar houses and all that, that's a trap to keep you from doing your business to get his blessing. Keep that in your mind. And remember one thing, the word still means a man of Yahweh. A man of Yahweh. You always got a man in every generation to bring you and meet you where you at. So we're going to bring mother in and, and then we see our elder is ready to go and tell you all about the broadcast, all the good stuff. Let's bring our mother in and say, hey, mother, mother E, one of the mothers out of Camp 1, Yahweh be to that seed race. Yahweh bless you, seed Israel, a seed Roy. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Father, Mother E. Excellent. So now we're going to bring our elder in, and Mother E be looking for me at Genesis chapter 13, 14 through 18. Be patting that hair that waiting on me. I'm going to bring our elder in, and he'll tell you all about the broadcast. Remember, no class tomorrow, but you can go on Pab Talk and hear the young lines rehearse everything has been said. So at 8 o'clock, any questions you got, comments, anything you want, you got on your mind tomorrow on Pab Talk. And the elder going to tell you exactly how you get on Pal Talk and all these good things. So if you got any questions or comments on the international side or even in the room, tomorrow at 8 p.m., the young lions will be in Pal Talk room with supervised by the elder. They'll be there, too, to make sure everything is running smooth. And if you got any questions or comments about anything you need to know, they will address you and got all the time to dress you from 8 p.m. until whatever time your question is over. So we'll bring our elder in, elder Mr. Chill, and tell about the broadcast. And remember one thing, see right here. Our job is to put you back on what you need to know that have been taken away from you. Psalms 69, verse 4, a lot of things have been taken away from you, especially the order of Yahweh. If you don't know his order, like the elder will tell you, if you don't know your past, you, you won't know your present, and you won't know your future. 
Because when you go out there and buy Gucci bags and designer clothes and all that stuff, that let me know that you have been caught up in the sharecropping. Do you know what sharecropping means? When Abraham Lincoln freed the known slave and they gave them land, but guess what they, they didn't give them? They gave them nothing to work with. Huh? They gave them nothing to work with. And that's why the sins of Esau called the Ashkenazi, all the names they called Khazars, they set up a way for you to get credit. They're going to tell you the bad of everything, and they're going to do what you call a, a land lean on you and everything else. See? All this, you got to take care of all this business with you to get you to understand one thing. You have to turn back to this Bible. And once you return back to this Bible, Yahweh will turn back to you. And he starts in your mind and in your health of your body. Keep that in your mind as we go on. So when you meet our elder with a loud voice, you say, Elder of Mr. Kim Israel. One of the elders out of town one. Yahweh beat you there, see you right. And Yahweh bless you, see Israel, see Israel. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Yeah, well, try to get the microphone a little bit louder and, and go to the international side over 900,000 strong. What do you say? Look at WCC. Why do you keep saying 900,000 strong? It's more than that, but we ain't going to tell you how many. Well, it's up to you. Well, we, well one thing we do know, the box can have been lit and the curtain's hell went up. And we know one thing, that the WCC, the Latter-day Saints, and the Roman Church, Catholic Church, when they money this broadcast, they not money this broadcast but because they know they're human. No, they're trying to catch you in something. And so that's mm-hmm. what really So we understand everybody's role. But we understand Yahweh's role. If you got him right. He's going to have you right in the hour of your greatest need. Never forget that. Hey, I'll take the time and talk to the national over 900,000 strong, but WCC says more than that. But we going to tell you the total number. We're going to keep it in the black line where you never know. Good. You're on the clock. Hey, I'll take the time. Come on. Once again, Yakuwa Bush is here as well. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. Among a cast over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh. And we know we have a lot of listeners, and that's a good thing. But just as though we have a lot of listeners, and it's a good thing, we know there's many people out there trying to lead you astray, like those latter day saints, and other people that have the power to do so. Even the ex president, what did he say? He says, I surely love to be educated. Now, that should tell you something right there. If you don't educate yourself in the words of Yahweh, or you don't educate yourself in the world around you, you have to remember, the non-righteous job is to lead you astray. Like if I spoke of an individual that tried to lead the elder astray some months ago. These are lost and confused people with a bad understanding. But our job is to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching about the gods. And Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of God's ministry. We come to your life and open to your always with new and exciting topics 
from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yahweh's word. We even question about that. How can you guys get this much information out of this one book? It comes from connecting the books, your health, foods you should eat, and much more, and also keeping the Sabbath days. We do this because you have not. This is the information that you all listening came to seek. And you have now found it in the voices of the truth of life, Bible God open our gears from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And on those days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we open at that time. Having no class on Tuesday unless we have a hybrid or a special event. However, Sabbath class we do have. But our part of Sabbath is Friday. The online class starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. And an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. Until the temple members desire to leave. Also, we have a website address. And to use this on any one of your search engines, and the tribeyadon.com. After clicking it, once again, click for tribeyadon.com. Dash Israelite. Doing this will take you to a big line where you will see some choices. All will be ties and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. On any other device, you may see menu. On that click and then you'll still see the choices. And doing so, still choose the ties and offerings. And doing so, remember what it says in the Book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. Seven says, give unto the Yahweh, you can to the people. Give unto the Yahweh, glory and strength. Eight, give unto the Yahweh, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone on doing it to remember that Yahweh loves and kill for good. As you were reminded earlier, by the seer, said the same thing, that Yahweh loves and kill for good. And also the donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing the dust of Yahweh alive. Also for building a school, which is very well needed with the bad teaching that's going around today. A banquet hall radio station and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program, Hallelujah Law. Also while there, check out our calendar. It will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible speech days that come to us throughout the year. We even have a live program with a feature that's available during our broadcast time. To get there, this time in the three words, Radio Live. And after clicking there, look for Voices of the Truth Life, Travel Jam Down. And when you click the red live button, as soon as it appears, it'll put you right into our live online broadcast. We even have a few numbers you can call with the online line. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This will be our international number where you can call and leave those messages that you have questions on. And when we say messages, we mean Bible scriptures that you have questions on. It can be answered by any one of the 600 camps of the Outlaws Ministry. 
But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, only a discouraging quote followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling that same number, you can order with a number known as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. And we should be able to do that very shortly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WPC, the New York State of Stockholm, and a cigar man, answering many numbers, and even now in addition to that, a lot of day sense. So please use that international line at 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear the dirging downtown. Also, during our normal broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting out on Downtalk. Downtalk can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer. Even now, you smart. Just make sure you've downloaded the Downtalk app. We'll be listed under ethnic group, African American, group for voices of intruders alike. You'll find our room with over 50 or more listening participants. We Aqua's Word will also be working for your Bible education. Online there to answer the on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Messiah Israel, along with Tzir Israel, riding a shotgun. However, during this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And it brought up in before teaching time. We will continue teaching on top but I always give that continuing reminder that when we are given the scriptures to speak by the fear, remember to be quick to hear and slow to speak so the words of God will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear those righteous words of God and not the institution. So during this, we have to be very careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up and the Bible. And so we can start to do that and continue as we talk. We're prepared to put them back to see Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. Excellent, excellent, Elder. I think you changed that barrier. Uh, the uh, the WCQC maybe had you a little bit low. I don't know. I think you um, put another barrier in that microphone and spread them out a little bit because we, we might kind of turn the notch up a little bit in this broadcast, no doubt about it. So now, um, Mother E, uh, something happened in 1918 B.C., timeline, 1918. This, something happened in 1918 B.C., and B.C. is before Yahweh the Son. This is before Yahweh the Son. So what happened... In Genesis 13, 14, down to verse 18. I'm going to put a timeline on some things so we can, when we catch something, we'll be able to catch something. A timeline. So a timeline about 1918 B.C. Something happened, Mother. And what happened that we can read in Genesis chapter 13, 14, down to verse 18? Come on, Mother. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14, down to 18. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14. 
And the Yahweh said unto Aaron, after that Lot was separated from him, lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art, northward and southward and eastward and west. Verse 15, for all the land which thou seest to thee will I give it and to their seed forever. 16, and I will make the and I will make your seeds as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seeds also be numbered. Verse 17, Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the border, border of it. For I will give it unto thee. 18. Then Abraham re- removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Moriah, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So now, so now, now here go the first. Uh, talking to this man called Ab- Abraham, I mean, not the first, talked to him in 12th chapter to him, get about the land, and he made his move, and he got down to his land in about 1918 B.C., and Yahweh told him, look, look south, east, north, west. It's all this land I'm going to give to you, Abraham, Abram, all this land I'm going to give it to you, Abram. So you got all this land now. That's a great thing. Now let's see what happened next. Hey, Sister Miriam. Sister Miriam Rose. Let's find out what happened next in the 17 chapter, verse 1 down to verse 10, and 15 down to verse 22. Sister Miriam Rose. Let's see what happened in Genesis 17, 1 through 10, then skip down to 15 down to verse 22. Sister Miriam Rose, you on the clock, come on. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Genesis chapter 17, and it's 1 through 10, down to, where's that? Then skip down to 15 to 22. 1 through 10, then skip down to 15 through 22, and kind of get a little closer to your microphone and bring it on in, Sister Miriam uh, Rose. Bring it, bring it, put a little more audio in it so the national can really hear what you get ready to bring in Genesis 17, 1 through 10, then skip down to 15 to 22. Sister Miriam Rose, you on the clock, come out. Hallelujah, Yahweh. And it reads Genesis chapter 17, verse 1 through 10. And when Abraham was 90 years old and nine, Yahweh appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the Almighty, Yahweh. Walk before me and be you perfect. Verse 2. And I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. Mm-hmm. Verse 3. Mm-hmm. I do have it on pause, but 
Verse 3. And Abraham fell on his face. And Yahweh talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. Verse 5. Neither shall your name any more be called Abraham, but thy name shall be Abram. Neither shall your name any more be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made you. Verse 6. And I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you. And kings shall come out of you. Seven. And I will establish my covenant between me and you. And your seed after you in their generation. For an everlasting covenant to be a Yahweh unto you. And to your seed after you. Verse 8. And I will give unto you and to your seed after you. The land wherein you are a stranger. And all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession. And I will be their Yahweh. And Yahweh said unto Abraham, You shall keep my covenant. Therefore, you and your seed after you in their generation. Verse 10 This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you, and your seed after you. Every man child among you shall be circumcised. Verse 15. And Yahweh said unto Abraham, as for Sarah, Sariah, thy wife, you shall not call her name Sariah, but Sarah shall her name be. Verse 16. And I will bless her and give you a son offer of her. Yes, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Seventeen. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is an hundred years old? And shall Sarah that is 90 years old, there, And Abraham said unto Yahweh, Oh, that Israel, Ishmael might live before you. 19. And Yahweh said, Sarah, your wife shall bear you a son indeed, and you shall call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his seed after him. 20. Mm-hmm. And as for... That's it. Nine, seven, yeah. Go ahead. Continue. Go ahead. I, I just said 22. Okay. Uh, verse 20. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. 12. Prince shall be shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. Twenty one. For my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto you at this set 
time in the next year, 22. And he left off talking with him, and Yahweh went up from Abraham. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So, so we found out that Yahweh got to talking. He was still talking with him. But he said, now how he do business with the world and everything he do business, how do, you, how do he do business according to verse 21? Um, Sister Mary and Ruth, how do Yahweh do business? Read that verse 21 again. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 17, verse 21. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto you at this set time in the next year. So see how Yahweh operates his word to deal with set time. He deal with everything on set time. So you ain't got to be fumbling around with anything. He deal with set time. See, set time like it's Saturday. Sun go out on Friday, sun go out on Saturday. Set time. That's how he operates. He operates on set time. Yahweh. So keep that in your mind. He always operate on set time. But what he says in verse 6 and 16 again, Sister Miriam, what he says in verse 6 and 16. Me? Yeah, Sister Miriam. What he says in verse oh, okay. 6 and 16. Oh, verse 6. And so... The verse 6 to 17 of Genesis? Uh, verse 6 read. and 16. Read the same book, the 17th chapter. Read verse 6 and skip down to verse 16. The 17th chapter of Genesis, verse 6. And I will make you exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come out of you. Verse 16. And I will bless her and give you a son also of her. Yes, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Mm-hmm. So, so he letting you know who the kings that will come out of Abraham's loin. The next loin, it will be Isaac. He said, now, Isaac... Isaac, you the one that going to be the next one on the scene. And I'm telling you up front, before Isaac even born, kings going to come out of the lawn of Abraham to Isaac. Kings is coming out of that lawn. And guess what? Isaac wasn't even born. So he told him something by doing what? A young lion. What was he telling him in the 46th chapter, verse 9 and 10 of Isaiah? So he was saying something, and just like we try to tell you something about this Bible. In the 46th chapter, young line, verse 9 and 10 says what? Of Isaiah. Go, go to the book of Isaiah to see it. Chapter 46, verse 9 and 10. Isaiah to see it. Chapter 46, verse 9 and 10. Isaiah to see it, chapter 46, verse 9 reads, Remember the former things of old, for I am Yahweh, and there is none else. I am Yahweh, and there is none like me. 
verse 10. Declare the end from the beginning and from the ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. You see that? So Yahweh can tell the one that is in control of his word, the one he speaks to, he can tell them the end or how this thing going to end from the beginning. See, that's one of the greatest Yahweh. mysteries in teaching. Yahweh can tell you the end of the thing from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And and he makes it plain how he operates in Second Ezra, young line. Let's go to 7, chapter, verse 21, down to verse 27. This is real good how he operates. In Second Ezra chapter seven verse twenty one down to verse twenty seven. What does it say that young line? We go to the book of Second Ezra, chapter seven, verse twenty one to twenty seven. Second Ezra, chapter seven, verse twenty one. For Yahweh has given straight commandment to such as came, what they should do to live, even as they came, and what they should observe to avoid punishment. Verse 22, nevertheless, they were not obedient unto him, but spake against him and imagined vain things. Verse 23, and deceived themselves by their wicked deeds and said to the Most High Yahweh that he is not and knew not his ways. Verse 24, for his law had they despised. The night is covenant, and the night is covenant in the statutes. Have they not been faithful and have not performed his works? Verse 25. And therefore, Ezra, the seer, for the empty are empty things, and for the full are the full things. Verse 26. Behold, the time shall come that these tokens which I have told you shall come to pass. And the bride shall appear, and she coming forth shall be seen, that now is withdrawn from the earth. Verse 27. And whosoever is delivered from the foresaid evils shall mm-hmm. see my wonder. Um, I'll read that verse uh, 26 and 27 again, that young line. Second answer to see it, chapter 7. Verse 26 and verse 27. Second Ezra chapter 7, verse 26. Behold, the time shall come that these tokens which I have told you shall come to pass, and the bride shall appear, and she coming forth shall be seen that now is withdrawn from the earth. Verse 27. Whosoever is delivered from the foresaid evils, shall see my wonders. Mm-hmm. He said, "What well, he said, whosoever gonna be delivered, they gonna they gonna understand this thing. That that if, if um if you gonna get off into this life thing, you gotta understand as he told Ezra the seer that he came right back in the body to bring it back to the table. There, young line." What he says in Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 and 17. We're going to the book of Matthew, chapter 19, 
verse 16 and 17. The book of Matthew, chapter 19, verse 16 and 17. Matthew, chapter 19, verse 16. And behold, one came and said to him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? Verse 17. And he said unto him, Why call you me good? There is none good but one. That is Yahweh the Father. But if you will enter into life, keep the commandments, laws, statutes, and judgments. Verse mm-hmm. Read that verse 17 again. Matthew chapter 19, verse 17. And he said to him, Why call you me good? There's none good but one. That is Yahweh the Father. But if you will enter into life, keep the command. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know if, you, if you're going to get into this life, if you want to get to this life, if you want to know the greatest mystery of getting to where you want to get to eternal life, you got to keep the law, statutes, and commandments as written. Now, back up your line in the 18th chapter of Genesis, from verse 14, 17 through 19, and Mother E had me Genesis 25, verse 5 and 6, waiting on me. Genesis 25, verse 5 and 6. Now, listen to what he says. He's talking to his medicine spirits called the angels. Let's see what he says in 18, chapter, verse 14, 17, down to verse 19, that young line. What it said, Genesis 18, 14, 17, down to verse 19. What did he say? Come on. The book of Genesis, chapter 18, verse 14, 17 to 19. Genesis, chapter 18, verse 14, read. Is anything too hard for Yahweh at the time appointed? I will return unto you according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. 15. 17. Verse 17, read. 17 verse 17. Hallelujah. Verse 17 to 19. And Yahweh said, Shall I from Abraham that thing which I do? Verse 18. Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth should be blessed in him. Verse 19. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they should keep the way of Yahweh to do justice, judgment, that Yahweh might bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. Mm-hmm. He said, I know Abraham. I know what Abraham's going to do. I know what he's going to do. Why you know what Abraham's going to do already in 46, 9 through 11? Because he called the end from the beginning. So he already knows what you're going to do. Every move you think you're going to make, he already knows what you're going to do. He want to roll out the beginning and the end, and he passed to his son. And his son read to understand and gave it to the angel. And the angel got it. Mm-hmm. And brought down to the seer. And the seer got it, and he telling the elders right now. Then the elders' job is to tell the teachers right now. This thing is called. And the teachers tell the father. Father tell the mother. Mother tell the children. This thing is called. Once you're in order, this thing is come unlocked plainly. Exactly what you're supposed to do 
and what time is really going on as we speak. So now, Mother E, in Genesis 25, verse 5 and 6, says what? Look at Genesis chapter 25, verse 5 and verse 6. Verse 5. And Abraham, and Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. Verse 6. But unto the son of the concubine, which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac, his son. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? So you see, why you're now, see, we need to understand this thing. When Abraham got old and waxed in age, 175 years old, he had two sons on the table. He had Ishmael, I mean, yeah, Ishmael, which is his, old, his elder son, 14 years older than his brother, Isaac. But Yahweh I'm already told him, everything you got, it goes to Sarah. The one she had, Isaac. See, that's one of the greatest missions. That's why we get caught up in this Islam stuff. Because we look at, well, the firstborn son was, was Ishmael. Okay, good. We know that. But Yahweh passed the blessing to Abraham and told Abraham what it passed to make. Now, you read how this thing was passed when Abraham was ready to die. He got two sons on the table. Let's see what he did. Matter of fact, he got three, three sets of families on the table. But now Abraham get ready to make his move while he's alive. He's going to fill the blank in in his will. Now watch him fill the blank in his will one more again by mother when he's getting ready to die. But he's going to sign his will over and watch who he signed the will over to. Genesis 25. Verse 5 and 6. What does it say there, Mother E? Genesis chapter 25, verse 5 and verse 6. Verse 5. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. Verse 6. But unto the sons of the concubine, which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac, his son, while he yet lived. Eastward unto the East Country. You see that? So we got to have that history because a lot of people think that that some that some was stolen from um, the one that called himself Muslim the day that came out of Ishmael. It wasn't nothing stolen, but the election the election of Yahweh is on stand. Abraham passed everything he had to Isaac, but he gave all the rest of his wands from his loins, he gave him a covered out and sent him down the road from Isaac. So we got to know that history. Now, Mother, let's go to the 26th chapter, Mother, and look at 1 through 5. Now, listen good. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to walk this history down because see, a lot of people now, especially children of Israel, they they all up into Islam, but they don't understand the foundation of Islam. They don't understand that the number one slave trade came from Mecca, where you go to get up on that black stone called the Kaaba. That was the headquarters where Israelites came and were sold from. But we, we don't have that history because we don't know who we are. 
You think we African-American, Negroes, and colors. We don't know the people of the book. That's why he's sending this last messenger called a sixth anointed camp of both those two Israelites to show you exactly how your foundation, and, and what do we say of uh, a young lion? No, Mr. Tills. And, and Psalm 11, verse 3 there, Mr. Tills, can you help those see out in the book of Psalms 11, verse 3? What does it say in 11, verse 3 there, Elder? Okay. Elder, Mr. Tills, what it says in 11, verse 3? Pick it up, young lion. In the book. Go ahead, go ahead, Elder. In the book of Psalms. Chapter 11, uh, verse number 3 says, If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? See, see, if you don't have your foundation, what can the righteous do? What can you do? And the righteous got to understand what it's saying in 625, Elder. What it says that we can read in Deuteronomy 625. What can the righteous do? If you don't have your foundation, it, it but, but like, like right now, you say, well, I'm a New Testament Christian. No, I'm that this, this Bible is a continuation of writing. <laughs> if you don't have the foundation, you're going to make all these statements based upon what it was something stolen from his mother trick and done something to Ishmael. Mother ain't done nothing. This is the lesson <laughs> of Yahweh. Abraham was wide-eyed, bushy-tailed when he was told by the Almighty the next one on the table will be Isaac. Although you got a son called Ishmael, which is 14 years old, your firstborn. But that ain't the way the blessing going. It's going the way I tell you, Abraham. So we got to understand this history. So now, what you reading, the Elder? Okay, Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse 25. 25 says, and it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments, Torah instructions, before the Yahweh, our Yahweh, as he commanded us. You see that? So our righteousness is when we do the law, statutes, and commandments. So that's our righteousness. So, so now we got to be clear when you be around Muslims, Louis Farrakhan and all the rest of them understand one thing, that being a Muslim and being a children of the book Israel is contrary to the Bible. See? And we're going to show you more as it unfolds. Hey, Mother, where you left off on, Mother? What verse you left off on? You told me to go, you told me to go back to Genesis 26. Yeah, what did what, you leave off on? Yeah, pick up at one down to verse 5. One down to verse 5. And Elder Mr. Till, tell me Genesis 27, verse number 21, down to 31, waiting on me. 21 and 31, Elder. Had that Genesis 27, 21 to 31, waiting on me. Your mother, pick it up to verse 1, 26, verse 1. Genesis chapter 26, verse 1 to 5. Verse 1, and there was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the day of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Amalek 
king of the Philistines, and to Gary. Okay. Stay on Verse down. Two. Stay on down. Stay on down at verse, verse 5, Mother. Verse 2. And Yahweh appeared unto him and said, Go not down unto Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Verse 3. So journey in this land, and I will be with thee, and will bless thee. For unto thee, and unto thy seed, I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven, and will give unto thy seed all these countries. And in that seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Verse 5. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my choice, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Mm-hmm. So now, so now, now we, we find out that Yahweh have came on the scene. And he's talking to Isaac according to 26 verse 1. So... Yahweh saying, listen, Isaac, you the next one on the clock. And now, just as I'm going to do this business with you because of your father, Abraham, he's done everything I've told him to do, and I've told him about your birth is coming, and now you on the clock. So Isaac was the next man up. Although Ishmael is still around, he's 14 years older than him. But but the lesson of Yahweh is going to stand. He overlooked Ishmael mm-hmm. and put the blessing on Sarah that's having Isaac in 26, verse 1. Now, skip down to verse 12, Mother. What it says in verse 12. Okay. Genesis chapter 12, Mother. Mm-hmm. Then Isaac so. Then Isaac sold in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And uh, Yahweh blessed him. You see that? And, and see, and Isaac paid attention to Yahweh like his father did. And Yahweh put a hundredfold on him and he blessed him. Is that what going on in verse 12, mother? Yahweh. <laughs> Hallelujah. So skip down to verse 24 and 25, Mother. 24 and 25. Okay. Genesis chapter 26, verse 24 and verse 25. Genesis chapter 6, 26, verse 24. Verse 24 reads, And the Yahweh appeared unto him in the same night, and said, I am the Yahweh of Abraham, your father. Fear not, for I am with thee, and will bless thee, and multiply thy seed for my servant Abraham's sake. 25. And he built an altar, 
there and called upon the name of the Yahweh and pitched his tent there. And there Isaac served the that Isaac served the now Isaac's servant did that well. And and so they so they so they go that well. So they put that well there. So you see, so that's that that well we're gonna talk about in another lesson. But after Yahweh blessed him, uh, mother, he called on he built an altar and he called on the name. Hey mother, mm-hmm. what name did he call on a quarter twenty twenty five? After y'all, after blessing real good, then he went straight and built the altar, and he called upon what, mother? What did he call upon according to verse 25? Called upon the name of Yahweh. Uh, how, many, how many letters is that, mother? Four letters. Y-H-W-H. Yeah. So you see it is? So that's when you're obedient. See, you understand one thing. When you call upon the four letters, Y-H-W-H, that means you obedient to the scripture. That's the whole key. Be obedient to the scripture. That's what counts. Not no man, not no woman. Be obedient to the scripture. When Abraham passed it on to Isaac, he said, I will deal with you, Isaac, because your daddy done good with me. I'm going to bless you, Isaac. And Isaac went immediately and bought and built the altar and called on him for love. Y-H-W-H. Be obedient to the scripture. Now, Elements of Tears and Genesis 27, somebody else was peeping something. And let's find out whatever was going on. We're looking at 21 to 31. And then Sister Miriam held me. 32 to 41 waiting on me in his Genesis. So what it says, Elder 27, verse 21 to 31. What it says we can read, Genesis 27, 21 to 31, Elder Mr. Till, and she can put a little, little, more, little more growl, a little more bite into that microphone. Come on. Okay, in the book of Genesis, chapter 27, reading verse 21 to 31. 21 says, Isaac said unto Jacob, Come near, I pray thee, that I may feel thee, my son, whether thou may be my very son Esau or not. 22. And Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are hands of Esau. 23. And he discerned him not, because his hands were hairy as his brother's Esau hands. So he blessed him. 24, and he said, Art thou my very son Esau? And he said, I am. 25, and he said, Bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son's venison, that, I, that my soul may bless thee. And he brought it near him, and he did eat. And he brought him wine, and he drank. 26. And his father Isaac said unto him, Come near now, and kiss me, my son. 
27, and he came near and kissed him. And he smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son, as it is the smell of the field which the Yahweh had blessed. 28, therefore, Yahweh, give thee the dew of heaven and the fathers of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. 29, let people serve thee and the nations bow down to thee. Be Yahweh over thy brother and let thy mother's son bow down to thee. Cursed be every one that cursed thee and blessed be he that blessed thee. 30. And it came to pass, as soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob, and Jacob was yet scarce gone, out of the presence of Isaac his father. And Esau his brother came from his hunting. 31. And he also made savory meat, and brought it unto his father, and said unto his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's vengeance that my soul may bless me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll read verse 27 again, A.L. Read verse 27 Verse again. number 20. Verse, verse number 27. 27 says, And he came near and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his raiment, and blessed him, and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which the Yahweh had blessed. 28. 28. Therefore, Yahweh, give thee the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. All right, good. The fatness of the earth. Well, you said um, the fathers of the earth. The fatness of the earth. Excellent. But there it is right there. So now you see now, so now we're getting the foundation because Esau is had just came in, but this thing had been turned a little bit. Now, uh, Sister Miriam, pick up verse 32 down to verse 41. Now, this is real carefully from 32 to 41. Sister Miriam, you on the clock, come up. Mm. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Genesis. Chapter 27, verse 31. And it reads. Sorry, I'm in the bone. The bone. Okay, Genesis chapter uh, 27, verse, verse 31. Genesis chapter 27, verse 31. And it reads. And he also had made savory meat and brought it unto his father and said unto his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's venison, that thy soul may bless me. 32 to 41. 32 down to 41. Come on. Oh, and Isaac, his father, said unto him, Who art you? And he said, I am your son, your firstborn Esau. 33. And Isaac trembled very exceedingly and said, Who? Where is he 
that have taken venison and brought it to me, and I have eaten of all before you came in, and have blessed him, yes, and he shall be blessed. 34. And when Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry, and said unto his father, Bless me, even me also, of my father. 35. And he said, Your brother came with subtility, subtility and have taken away your blessing. 36. And he said, Is not he rightly named Jacob? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he has taken away my blessing. And he said, Has you not reserved a blessing for me? 37. And Isaac answered and said unto Esau, Behold, I have made him your Yahweh, and all his brethren have I given to him for service. And with corn and wine have I sustained him. And what shall I do now unto you, my son? 38. And Esau said unto his father, Has you but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also. Oh, my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. 39. And Isaac, his father, answered and said unto him, Behold, your dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. 40. And by your sword shall you live and shall serve your brother. And it shall come to pass when you shall have the dominion that you shall break his yoke from off his neck. 41. And Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing wherewith his father blessed him. And Esau feared in his heart, the days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then will I slay my brother Jacob. So now we see Esau from that point in his mind. Uh, what happened again, um, Sister Marin? What did you read out of verse <coughs> number 33? Read verse 33 again, 33 and 41. Genesis 33, and he said 41? And 41, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Genesis chapter 27, 33. And then uh, 41, and Isaac trembled very exceedingly and said, Who, where is he that has taken venison and brought it to me? And I have eaten up all before you came and have blessed him, yea, and he shall be blessed. 41, and Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing. Wherewith his father blessed him, 
And Esau said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then will I slay my brother Jacob. Mm-hmm. So he said this, this blessing that was passed down from Isaac to Jacob at the time, he said, hey, this thing is a done deal. Sorry, uh, Esau, this thing is a done deal. Give me a precept in 28 verse 6 there, uh, Sister Marion. Precept that 28 verse number 6. What does it say? 28 verse 6. Genesis 28 verse 6. When Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Pandanaram to take him a wife from thence, and that as he blessed him, he gave him a charge, saying, You shall not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. Um, so what they're disputing about, when you, when you look at the foundation, is saying Esau saw the blessing that was given to Jacob. So this is the part that's being left out. They, they, they studied, you know, going back and forth with these blessings, things, but no, here's the end. Uh, Esau saw that Isaac blessed Jacob. Esau eyeballed it. This is the part they leave out and they have a controversy going on about who the blessing was going to. But when you understand the scripture, 28 verse 6, Esau translated the day and his five sons as the white man and the white woman. They know that the blessing was on Jacob, and Jacob's name was changed to Israel, and Israel is the one you call it today, African-American, Negro, and color. See, the Bible will tell the truth. It just we just been manipulated to other nations by not understanding the order of the Bible. So, so we understand that Esau saw the blessing. Let's get a precept on that, Sister Miriam. Let's get a, and let's see what happens according out of the mouth of the seer in Amos chapter one, verse nine through eleven. Let's see what's going on now in Amos chapter one. Verse 9 through 11. What's going on there, Sister Miriam? Amos 1, 9 through 11. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Amos chapter 1, verse 9 through 11. Thus saith Yahweh for three transgressions of Pilate, and for four I will not turn away the punishment thereof. Because they delivered up the whole captivity to Edom, and remember not the brotherly covenant. Ten. But I will send a fire on the wall of Tyrus, which shall devour the palaces thereof. Verse 11. Thus saith Yahweh, for three transgressions of Edom, and for four, I will not turn away the punishment thereof, because he did pursue his brother with the sword and did cast off all pity, and his anger did tear perpetually, and he kept his wrath forever. You see that? So you see, now he's saying, now Esau, Edom, Esau, interchangeable, 
He said, you have forgot about the covenant that you just got to read, and you have pursued your brother with the sword. That means wherever your brother at, you have pursued him with that sword. You have put this sword on on east on Jacob, whose name was changed of Israel, and you have pursued him with a sword. So now you see how this thing unfolded. Esau and his five sons called translate the day as the white man and the white woman. They have pursued you, the one called African American Negro in color. With what kind of way? With the sword. And that's why he said, I'm not going to turn the punishment down because you don't have this hatred even to this day. You have pursued your brother with the sword. You just, you, you, otherwise you, you have not let it go since then. And you're doing the same thing now in the business deal you do with them right now. So you see, this Bible got to be unfolded, six and on account. Take note, take great note, because you don't have to talk about this right here. Because when you get caught up with Esau and his five sons, understand the history that you have been pursued by Esau in the foundation, even to the present. They pursue you with a sword even on business deals that you cut today. <laughs> so let's get one more precept on that, um, Sister Marion. Let's go to Ezekiel 35. Because Esau had his own land. He had a land. He had a land. It was called Mount Seir in the 36th chapter. <laughs> now the field going to talk about Esau in the 35th chapter, 1 down to verse 10. Let's see what he says that we can read. Because remember, Esau, in every generation, matter of fact, uh, young lion, Brother Titus, read that in 4 in the book of Ecclesiastes 111. Read Ecclesiastes out of the regular book 111, there, young lion. What do he say? In Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 11. All right, we go out to the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 11. All right, the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 11 reads, There's no remembrance of former things, neither should there be any remembrance of things that are to come with those that should come after. Yeah, read that again, that young line. Read it again, one eleven. A book of Ecclesiastes, chapter one, verse eleven. There is no remembrance of former things. Neither should there be any remembrance of things that are to come, but those that should come after. Mm-hmm. And what that mean in four sixteen? What do that mean in four sixteen, there, young line? What that mean? Ecclesiastes. Chapter 4, verse 16. There is no end of all the people, even of all that have been before them, 
They also that come after should not rejoice in him. Surely this is also vanity. It's vanity and vexation of spirit. So you say it's no end to the people. And see, now what, what the world well. have did today, they'll tell you Esau don't exist anymore. Esau is not, what is that? You talk to any white man and white woman, majority of them, they say, well, they say, you know you Esau and, and the five sons? Oh, what is that? Who is that? No, we not know Esau. Esau is just done away with. Esau don't exist no more. Yeah. But we read, they told Solomon, right, that everybody was in the past to see him out. It just what happened. You don't have the record to know what happened, what Esau did. You don't have the record. But we got the record, and which is the Bible. Now, we can show you what Esau did and and going to a battle. We'll show you exactly what Esau did. See, we of the poor civil two Israelites, we can meet you wherever you are. We know about Esau and his five sons, and we know who came out of Esau and his five sons. Because we understand the Bible because we have a fear in every generation that can just break down the Bible on any point. So in the book of Obadiah, young line, we're going to the book of Obadiah and we're going to look and see on what the world do not know, but the six and on the camp will know. And they got to be prepared to tell the story as it's written. Because you ask the white man and white woman today, who are you? And they'll tell you, they are you. <laughs> you can't do and you can't do nothing. You can't do nothing about it. They said they you. And, what, and you ain't got no answer unless you just got taught. You don't have no Bible. But we got the Bible to show exactly who everybody is because this is this our written record. So we're going to Amos chapter, and we'll find out, I mean, Obadiah, and we'll find out exactly what happened and what did, and what did you do. Let's see, let's, let's pick up verse number number eight. Let's find out what you did. Marie warned just to make it sound good and skip down to verse eight. We're going to read a little bit. Let's find out exactly what happened. See, we got your record, and those are the six anointed camps. You teach Friday night, Saturday night, and you teach in the streets. You got to make sure you got to let lose the bump the gum contest and just go in the Bible and take care of the business. We're going to make you know, sure well, you understand, because it's clear. Uh, give me a precept there, um, young man. Put the marker there. Give me a precept in Sirach 1, verse 10. Let's see if I get warmed up in 1, verse 10 for a minute. Sirach 1, 10. All right. We've got the book of Sirach, chapter 1, verse 10. The book of Sirach, chapter 1, verse 10. Sirach chapter 1, verse 10. She is with all flesh according to his gift and has given her to them that love him. But wait a minute. Is you reading Sirach 10, 1 there, young man? Or you reading what you want to read? Okay. Uh, okay, okay. Sirach chapter 10, verse 1. Okay. Made an error there. Sirach chapter 10, verse 1. A wise seer. Will instruct his people, and the government of a prudent man is well ordered. 
See, a wise seer will instruct his people. So, six and only count from South Carolina, Chicago. A wise seer's job is to instruct you how to lose the bump the gun contest. And when it closes in hell, just turn to the Bible and the Bible thing. Let's go to uh, 3721. 3721 down to verse 23 of the same book of Sarai. Let's get a precept on that. Yahweh. Sarai 37, verse 21 to 23. Sarai 37, verse 21 read. Verse 21. But grace is not given here from Yahweh, because he is the pride of all wisdom. Verse 22. Another is wise to himself, and the fruits of understanding are commendable in his mouth. Verse 23. A wise seer instructs his people, and the fruits of his understanding fail not. See, a wise seer will instruct his people to don't get caught up in the bump the gums contest. Let them win all of that and just put the Bible on. Put up the mouth, then put the See, that's what we're getting ready to do right now. Because you ask any of the white man or white woman who is Esau, they said, oh, Esau, he's no more. He's no more. Then what? what is written in 6 verse 9 of 2nd Ezra if he's no more? 2nd Ezra 6 verse 9. See, when you got the spirit of Yahweh in that very hour, he was tell you what to say. Then what is Ezra writing about in 6 verse 9? 2nd Ezra 6 verse 9. What does it say there, young lion? The book of 2nd Ezra, the fear, chapter 6, verse 9 reads, For Esau is the end of the world, and Israel is the beginning of it that's fallen. You see that? Esau is the end of the world, so he's going to be around, uh, but he is the end of the world. When I take down Esau and translate the day as the white man and the white woman, then... Israel will rule forever. So you see that? Esau will be here to the end of the world because that's the last one I'm going to take down is Esau and his five sons. So they have yeah, not well. been done away with. It just, you've been manipulated through learning from the polar bear and no gorilla would take his offspring and tell the polar bear the teaching. But we unlearn so much from him and that's why we so confused. Yeah. So yeah, we well. come to give you back what we took not away from you by only going over the Bible uncut and look what it says in Obadiah the fear verse 1 and skip down to verse 8 and we'll, we'll read a little bit. But it says 1-1. One, one. Obadiah 1-1. One, one. The book of Obadiah, you see it, chapter 1, verse 1. Skip down, verse 8, and read. Obadiah, chapter 1, verse 1, read. The vision of Obadiah, thus said Yahweh, concerning Esau and his five sons. We heard a rumor from Yahweh, and an ambassador sit among the nations. Arise, let us rise up against her and battle. Get down verse 8. 
Die not in that day, said Yahshua. Even destroyed the wise man out of Esau and his bad son. And understand it out of the mouth of Esau. Verse 9. And your mighty man, old Timon, should be dismayed to the end that everyone of the mouth of Esau and his fast son may be cut off by slaughter. Verse 10. For your violence against your brother Israel, saying to cover you, and you should be cut off forever. Verse 11. And the day that you stood on the other side, and the day that the strangers carried away Captain, his force, and his corner entered his gate and cast lot upon Yadda Judah. Even you was as one of them. Verse 12. But you should have not looked on the day of your brother. In the day that you become a stranger, neither should you have rejoiced over the children of Yadda Judah in the day of their destruction. Neither should you have spoken proudly in the day of distress. Verse 13. You should have not entered to the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Yea, you should have not looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity, nor have laid hands on their suffering in the day of their calamity. Hold that point. Hold that point right there. You see what it is? So now, when the children of Israel, Judah, Benjamin, and Levi, this is a prophecy of 70 A.D., 586 B.C. and 70 A.D. He said when this destruction came on Judah, Benjamin, Levi, you should have never did what you did. He said you both this big time with your mouth. And not only that, when, when, the, when the temple was destroyed, you went in and took the substance. You took everything you can get your hand on by being the brother. You became, he became a stranger because he went, he went off into captivity. And you started taking things that belonged to the 12 tribes of Israel. And then you disappeared from geography. Then you no longer Esau. Now you, again, now you become Jacob. <laughs> So now you have done the big switch. And while the Syrians and 7 AD were swooping down Israel for the final, this is what you were saying in prophecy was told by A.L. Mr. Till. Something that was said, A.L. Mr. Till, when Esau's brother was getting delivered up big time, something that Esau was doing at 137 when the Syrians came down on him and when Titus came down on him. Let's see what he was doing at 137, Elder. What was what was what was Esau doing? An angel came down and told David to put right what Esau was gonna be doing when you got caught up in 586 BC by the Syrians. Take it out to your land. That temple burned down. In 7 AD, by Titus and Vespasian, when that temple was taken down, what was you doing? Let's find out what was you what was you doing 
in 137, verse number 6. Let's see what's going on in verse 6 down to verse number 9. Let's see what Esau and his five song was doing when you was at your worst distress. Elder, Mr. Tibbs, in 137, verse 6 down to verse 9. What was going on there, Elder, Mr. Tibbs? Come on. Is that the book of Psalms? Yeah, 137, 6 down to verse 9. What was going on, Elder? Okay, in the book of Psalms, chapter 137. Reading verse 6 to verse number 9. 6 says, If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I prefer not Jerusalem, yada, above my chief joy. 7. Remember, O Yahweh, the family of Edom, and the day of Jerusalem, yada, who said, Raise it, raise it, even to the foundation thereof. O daughter of Babylon, who art to be destroyed, happy shall be he be that rewardeth thee as thou have served us. 9. Happy he be that taketh and dasheth thy little ones against the stones. You see that? So when you were getting delivered up big time, O Esau and his five sons would just tell them, show them the Syrians, told Titus them, Raise it, raise, raise it up, tear it down to the foundation. Throw their kids against the wall, kill them, destroy them. You see that? He, he called Esau, who in verse 8? The daughter of Babylon. That's the prophecy. So that's, remember, every time when you get delivered up, Esau's hand is in it. If his hand ain't in it, if you find out somebody else getting at you, they're going to be right on the corner pizza. Because they love every time you is delivered up. You see what they said? But they, but the angel told David to put in right. And verse number seven, remember, O Yahweh, the children of Esau and his five sons, in the day of Yahweh Judah, and say, who said? Do what they say. Raise it. Raise it. Even to the foundation thereof. Tear that place up. That's what Esau and his five sons said. Tear that place up. Verse 8. O daughter of Babylon, who are to be destroyed. See that? You won't pay for what you did. You do exist. But you got the same spirit that in 2741, but you just use it now at a higher higher uh, level. You do it now in redlining. Uh, you do it now in sharecropping, knowing they had nothing, giving them credit, giving them what's called juice loan, and giving them land lien. You do everything to the children of Israel today at another level. But we ain't, but it has not been figured out. But who have figured out through the scripture is bosses of the two Israelites. We know exactly how you operate by understanding your Bible. Understand this Bible. So now young line, so now in the book of Obadiah we found out that they have came into the land. After it was destroyed, remember, they left the poets of the people there. 
So Esau knew that the poorest of the people was left. So Esau came up in the land, and they took all the substance. So they was in the land, and you was outside. All your big dignitaries outside the land. So they left the poor of the land there. And uh, he talks about that in over I just read 13. He said, now, look what they did when they came into your land. So Esau and his five sons, after Syrians, came in your land and gave you a great beatdown. Gave you a great beatdown and took you to Babylon. Look what happened in, in Obadiah 114. Look what's going on in 114. What's going on in 114 now, young lion? The book of Obadiah is here, chapter 1, verse 14. Neither should you have stood in the crossway to cut off those of his that did escape. Neither should you have delivered up those of his that did remain in the day of distress. Stop it there. You see that? Now, you had some children of Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. They tried to, even the northern kingdom, they tried to run. Even the northern kingdom tried to run. Ten tribes, because the parents came down on ten tribes. They even tried to run. But Edom put a block, a block on them and put a door on them and said, no, mm-mm, you got to go too. So Esau was right there and blocked off you. It's like you trying to, you know, the man is chasing you. He said, hey, 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 look like me. Let me run through your house and go out the back door. You said, no, you ain't coming through here. He said, but they're chasing me. Let me run through your back door and I can get on. No, not on that. We're going to hold your leg until they catch up with you. You see what we did? You see what, you see what Esau did? They stood in the crossways, spread like a green bay tree. And then those that were left in the land, they Wrapped you up and gave them you to the Babylonians. You see what he did? Same thing happened in 70 AD. So Yahweh, he's seeing all this thing. And what happened next in verse 15? Obadiah. You see chapter 1, verse 15. For the day of Yahweh is near for all the east, nation of Esau. And you have done, and it should be done unto you. Your reward to return. Upon your own head. Hey, 16. For as you have drunk upon my righteous mouth, so shall all the heathen nations drink continually, yea. They should drink, and they should swallow down, and they should be as though they have not been. Verse 17. But upon Mount Yada Judah, should be delivered, and there should be righteousness, and the nation of Israel should possess their possession. Verse 18. And the family of Israel should be a fire, and the family of Joseph a flame, Mm -hmm. and the nation of Esau and his five sons for stubble, and they Mm -hmm. should kindle in them and devour them, and there should not be any remaining of the family of Esau and his five sons. For Yahweh has spoken it. See that? So Yahweh, so he don't tell you how this thing going to end. So you see that? So you see, all we got to understand one thing. If 
But if we come back to the Bible, honestly, all this right here is going to happen. It's going to happen. So it's up to us to wake up to understand one thing. They got a history. And that's why they'll tell you Esau don't exist no more. But Yahweh said, yeah, you here. You here now. You just don't change your name. And matter of fact, young lad, I want you to look up a, a name for me. I want you to look up the name and tell me what will happen by looking up a name called uh, on your telephone, Elder Mr. Chill, back him up. The name is called Judah, Judah P. Benjamin. Look up of Louisiana. And, and I want to hear about Judah. His name is Phillips, but Judah P. Benjamin of Louisiana. Look up that for me. And we come back to mother. Come on back to um, Sister Marion in that tenth chapter. Remember when you got that name, Judah P. Benjamin of Louisiana. Look up that name for me and tell me when you got it. And when you got it, say Hallelujah, wow. But Sister Marion, come back to the 35th chapter, 1 through 10. Now, Mount Seir is Esau again. That's his land, his homeland. But in 35, 1 through 10, what does it say that Sister Marion come out? Ezekiel 35, 1 through 10. What does it say? Sister Marion? Ezekiel chapter 35, verse 1 through 10. Hallelujah, Yahweh, and it reads, Moreover, the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, Son of man, set your face against Mount Seir, and prophesy against it. Three, and say unto it, Thus saith Yahweh, Yahweh, behold, O Mount Seir, I am against you, and I will stretch out my hand against you. And I will make you most deadly. I will, I will lay your city's waste, and you shall be deadly. And you shall know that I am Yahweh. Verse 5. Because you have had a perpetual hatred and have shed the blood of the children of Israel by the fourth of the sword in the time of their calamity, in the time that their iniquity had an end. <laughs> Six, therefore, as I live, saith Yahweh, I will prepare you unto blood, and blood shall pursue you, saith here. You have not hated blood. Even blood shall pursue you. Seven. That's why I make Mount Seir most desolate and cut off from it. Him that pass out and him that returneth. Eight. And I will fill his mountains with his slain men in your hills and in your villages and in all your rivers 
shall they fall that are slain with the sword. Nine, I will make you a perpetual desolation, and your city shall not return, and you shall know that I am Yahweh. Verse 10, because you have said these two nations and these two countries shall be mine, and we will possess it where Yahweh was there. You see that? So you see what kind of mindset they had? The two countries talking about America and Israel. And you also talking about the Northern and Southern Kingdom. You don't talk everything. Matter of fact, you don't talk the Dematic land. You got Europe. You calling it Europe with the mm-hmm. Dematic land. You don't take that too. The two countries that were killed was East and West. So Southern Kingdom, Northern Kingdom, and America. You don't talk everything. See, and Yahweh was there in the east and he was in the west. So that's the land was given to the children of Israel, east and west. You said even these places is your one. You see what you did? So all this is in the book. So how you don't exist anymore? You here today because right now you are taking all the land of Israel and you get ready to push the Arabs off it. They don't belong to them either. And you'll take all of America, which is Shem's second land. You take that. You'll take all of Gentile land. You're going to take everything. You did. So all this is in the book is a witness against you. So how you don't exist anymore? Who has just got all this land? And who is one that, that solved everything by the sword, which is now called the big nuclear weapon? Who fit that? Huh? You, Esau and his five sons. Now, um, do anybody got the name of Judah P. Benjamin? And not only that, I'll he's on the two dollar bill. So if you just get a two dollar bill, yep. he's on the two dollar bill. So if you ever get a two dollar bill, look on the look on the two dollar bill. Matter of fact, put the two dollar bill too, Elder. The two dollar bill with Judah P. Benjamin on it. Do anybody see him? Let's talk about it. Come on, who got it? Hallelujah. Well, well, I happen to ha- Go ahead, uh, Brother T. Come on, Elder. Okay. Hey, Elder, come on first, Elder. Hey, Elder, Elder come okay. in first. Hallelujah. Well, I happen to have a $2 bill in my hand. Uh, <laughs> sometime I acquired them quite a bit. And I'm looking right in the center, and it's got uh, Jefferson. Can't hear you. Right in the middle of the $2 bill, it's Stop. got his picture where he resides, right on the $2 bill. So so it, what, is his na- what is his name on $2 bill? What's his name? Well, right in the middle, they just have it listed as Jefferson. Yeah, but what's his name? What's his name on $2 um, bill? Do we got a name on $2 bill? Absolutely. The name on the $2 bill, if you physically look at it, it says Jefferson. That's it. Okay. It, it, okay. Now, look up Look up Judah P. Benjamin. Who is Judah out of Louisiana? Who is Judah P. Benjamin? Judah P. Benjamin, his name, full name is Judah Philip. But you got it, Elder? He was uh, Judah P. Uh, Philip Benjamin, born yeah. August uh, 6, 1811. 
Mm-hmm. And May 6th of 1884, oh, wait a minute, he resided uh, from 1886, 1811, May 6th to 1884. He was a United States senator from Louisiana. He was a United States senator from Louisiana, and he always and he was the brain of the army. He's also a brain member. He was running. He was a secretary of the Confederate Army. He was a secretary of the Confederate Army. But what's his name again? What's his name again? Judah Philip Benjamin. Judah Philip Benjamin. You see? So you want to know what happened to the Esau and his five sons when they got the books? They're taking your name. And when the son got to the southern kingdom, you have to know what Judah that you're talking about. Because right now we know Judah is, according to 14, verse 2, um, young lion. What did Judah look like according to 14, verse 2 of Jeremiah? So you see there and there, when they took your substance, you went into captivity. They taking your name. So when the son got to the southern kingdom, you, by not having this history, you heard the name Judah, but the Judah was the Judah of the sinners of Esau. They are taking your name, your substance. They was you, just like back in the day when Esau, uh, when his mother told him to leave, be, uh, Esau and get that blessing and said, this is what Yahweh told me anyway to do. What they done, they done a big switch on you when you were in the captivity. So when you mm-hmm. were in the captivity in 586 B.C., that's when their name dropped from ge- geography. They became Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon because you were gone. So there go your identity itself right there. Imagine you in a store and somebody has stole your identity and now they stand there with your identity or making a purchase on your identity. And that was wrong mm-hmm. today. They sit there purchasing off of you and you stand right there and don't know it. So there is right there on a $2 bill, Judah P. Benjamin. And when we think of Judah and Benjamin, we know Judah is what? 14 verse 2. What does Judah look like in 14 verse 2? The book of Jeremiah, the seer, chapter 14, verse 2 reads, Y'all doubt Judah mourning in the gates of our language. They are black unto the ground. And the crowd of Judah is gone up. Judah is black to the ground. But how is you look at the $2 bill and there's Judah P. Benjamin on the $2 bill and Elder on the $2 bill? Is he black to the ground there, uh, Elder? No, he's white in the middle with white hair. <laughs> you see that? You see the undead mother? You see the undead mother? So that's what <laughs> happened. So now about when the time, so now when you when you run into by the time Yahweh the son got to the southern kingdom, Judah and Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon 
All the heads looked just like the two dollar bill. They was called Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and Simeon. But that was Esau. They had a learned your record, and they became you. So the big switch is on the day, and that's why the day, and they have lost their history too. So since the time of Obadiah, so they was never told their history. So that's why they'll, they'll fight you to, to Penel and say, we're Queen Elizabeth say, I'm Judah. You know what? She says, how can you be Judah? Because they have been sold out too from the truth. They become immemorial. The Khazars, the Ashkenazi, which is called now the Israeli, the Khazars, mm-hmm. the Ashkenazi, they are what's called the Israelis today. They'll fight you tooth and nail and say they are Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and Simeon. You see? And they on a $2 bill called the head man out of Louisiana, the senator over there, and he was the secretary of the Confederate Army in the 1800s. And his name is Judah. Benjamin is what you call today the Jamaican. So he got the whole package. Yeah, and that's why today you can't get them up out because you will not use the Bible. See? Judah is black to the ground. But they are taking your name, your culture. They are taking everything from you. And guess what? Let's see, let's see, let's see what happens, Mother. Hey, Mother E, what happened? And Isaiah 42, Mother. Hey, Mother E, let me show you how this book is. This, this book is, this is a big mouth book if you if you are the one that's anointed for this book. Let me show you for this book. And that's why we're in trouble today because Judah had been told, Esau and his five sons said, Esau don't exist. Our name is Judah. And then what happens? We're going to forward to for the second chapter, Mother. And even the time of um, John Hopkins, John Hopkins, he jumped down and he was of the Maccabees. The word Maccabees means the hammer. And when John Hopkins was the lead man, big dignitary of 132 B.C., he noticed that Esau and his five sons was all in the land. And they were Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. Wait a minute. But he told them after he took over the hammer, y'all got to be, y'all got to keep the laws, statutes, and commandments, and be circumcised, and then y'all can be Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, but but not come. By conversion, I mean, by uh, what that word called conversion? Not, not, it's not conversion. That's not that's the word I want. You, Converted. You, you become Converted. this word by. Give me a word. Um, Converted. Give me a word. You're converted. You, you not the. Converted. We know you. Right. Yeah. Converted. Okay. Right. Good. Thank you, Elder. So they become converted. So what he tried to do. By being in power, 
he made a bad mistake because Yahweh told you plainly, um, a sister Marion, in the book of Judges, chapter 2, 1, 2, and 3, he made it plain to Samarian. What he said in the book of Judges 12, 1, 2, and 3, what did he say? What, what is the foundation that the anger brought down to Joshua and what was said in 2, 1, 2, and 3? Not angry. Sister Miriam, what was said? Hallelujah. The book of Judges, chapter 12, verse 1, 2, and 3. The book of Judges, chapter 12, verse 1, 2, and 3. Chapter 2. Chapter 2. Chapter 2. Okay. The book of Judges, chapter 1, 2, and 3. Okay. Chapter 2. The book of Judges, chapter 2, verse 1, says, And the angel of Yahweh came up from Gilgal to Bolton and said, I made you go up out of Egypt and have brought you into the land which I swear unto your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you. And you shall make no need of the evidence of this land. You shall throw down their altars, but you have not obeyed my voice. Why have you done this? Verse 3. Also, I said, I will not drive out from before you, but they shall be as thorns in your side. And there... Yahweh shall be a snare to you. So you see, that's it. One, two, three. So you see what happened? He was told by the angel, the guy from the Son and the Father, go down and tell the children of Israel, when you get into the land, the those that's in the land make no league with them. That means don't play the rainbow coalition with them. Although at that time, it all looked the same. But it got different mindset. He said, don't make no leagues with them. Throw down their mindset. And you throw it down now in the branch. You don't throw nobody nothing down but in the branch. Oh, I tell you, don't do that. Don't be bond with them other people. Throw down them in your brain. Don't make no leagues with them. And look what we do today. We make a league with them every time we go and do things that's contrary, just like in sharecropping. <laughs> when you were free in sharecropping, they used another technique of slavery. They just jacked the prices up, sold you stuff that, and put paperwork on you, then put a lien on you like they get that due today. If you don't pay up that interest and put you in a high interest, see that? Even today, they use another tactic we're going to take care of a little bit later. So now, so now we're going to leave that. Where is that? Now, Mother, I told you go somewhere, but uh, I got to make a little slight detour just for a minute. Hey, Mother, y'all make a little slight 
detour. I want to go and see what will happen in Isaiah 43, mother. Hey, mother. Hey, mother. Hey, mother. I want to make a little slight detour. We might have picked up a lot of this stuff Wednesday, but I need to make a little slight detour on some things in Isaiah 43. Pick it verse 1 and 3, mother. Hey, mother. Isaiah 43, verse 1 and 3. What did it say? And young lion had me seven down to verse 15. Who is Yaqua? Isaiah. Isaiah 43, verse 1 and yes. 3. Uh huh. But thus said thee, Yaqua, they create thee, O Israel, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I am, for I have. Redeemed thee. I have called thee by by thy name. Thou art mine. Verse 3. For I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh, the righteous one of Israel, the Savior. I gave Egypt for their ransom, Ethiopian and Sebath for thee. Mm-hmm. And young line pick up at seven through fifteen. A hey, mother have me um twenty one, twenty two, and twenty five through twenty eight waiting on me. Now listen, listen what's all in between seven through fifteen. What is that, young line? Seven down to verse fifteen. But God said it's here, chapter forty three, verse seven down to verse fifteen. Isaiah said it's here, chapter forty three, verse seven. Even every one that is called. By my name, for I have created him for my glory, honor. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Verse 8, bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. Verse 9, that all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show up for a theme? Let them bring forth their witness, their witnesses, that they may be justified. Or let them hear and say, it is true. Verse 10. You are my witnesses, said Yahweh, and my servant, whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he before me. There is no Yahweh form, neither should there be after me. Verse 11, I even, I am Yahweh, beside me, there is no Savior. Verse 12, I declare and have saved, I have showed, when there is no strange false Yahweh among you. Therefore, you are my witnesses, said Yahweh, that I am Yahweh. Verse 13, yea, before the day was I am, was I am he. And there's none that could deliver out of my hand. I will work, and who shall let it? Verse 14. Thus said Yahweh, your Redeemer, the righteous one of Israel, for your sake I have sent to Babylon, I have sent to Babylon, have brought down all their nobles, and the Chaldeans, whose cry is in the ships. Verse 15. I am Yahweh, 
your righteous one, your creator of Israel, your king. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mother, pick it up at verse number 21, 22, and skip down 25 through 28, Mother. Listen to this right here. Uh, 21, 22. What does it say there, Mother? Okay, Isaiah chapter um, 43, verses 21 to 22, and 25 to 28. Mm-hmm. Verse, verse 21. This people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. 22. But thou hast not called upon me, O Israel, but thou hast been reared of me, O Israel. Verse 25. I even I am he that blotted out that transgression for my own sake, and will not remember this that thing verse uh, 26 put me in remembrance let us plead together declare thou that thou mayest be justified 27 thy first father has sinned and thy teachers have transgressed against me Verse 28, therefore, I have performed the prince of the Therefore, I have profaned the prince of the temple and have given Israel to the curse and Israel to reproach. Mm-hmm. Tell down 28. What it said, 28, mother? Um, 28 again. 28. Therefore, I have profaned the prince of the temple and have given Israel to the curse and Israel mm-hmm. to report. So, you see that? So, Israel has been given, Israel has been given to a curse because of... Mm-hmm. What do you say again in verse 10, mother? Hey, mother, what do you say in 4310? What do you say in 4310? 4310. Okay. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 10. Ye are my witnesses, said the Yahweh, and my servants, whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, there was no Yahweh form. Neither mm-hmm. there be after me. Mm-hmm. So we find out the children of Israel, they are the witnesses. So Jesus one is the witness of Israel, the children of Israel. He said, but since you don't know you are the witnesses, read verse 28, what happened to them other again? Since you don't know your position, children of Israel, you don't know your position. Look what will happen to you by you are my witnesses. So let's see what will happen to you in verse 28. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 28. Therefore I have profaned the prince 
of the sanctuary, the temple, and have given Israel to a curse and Israel to a report. You see that? You see, because you you don't know who you are, so that's why you're upon the curse today. And all the nations know it. Just like like Judah P. Benjamin. How can he take a name like that? You know why? Because he knows you, he um trick you, thank you, African American, Negro in color. Huh? Mm-hmm. That you was a home born slave. So they don't take your name and you can't get them out from their name. He was the one that was the secretary of the Federal Army. And his picture is on a two dollar bill. <laughs> huh? His name is Judah P. Benjamin of Louisiana. They've been juggling you in every generation because you don't know who you are and what you're supposed to be doing to this day. And you are the witness. You lost in the book of Odai. They have identity theft your identity. And, and, and so did your uncle, the Arab man. They're they in your land, too. They, they know that land on Bronx and now one of them. You don't know that. You sitting there watching them fight against each other, don't know what's going on. You don't know now one of them belongs in the land, but they all duke you out. Haven't got you dead Muslims, Shia and Sunni Muslims, praying five times a day when the Bible told you all the one children of Israel to pray three times a day. They praying five times a day. What do you think they got it from? They got it from you. You, you, they, they've been living you up all over the world, but you got a ministry now that's going to unlock this whole Bible. It's up to you to take advantage of it and apply it to yourself and your loved ones. Now, um, Sister Miriam, in Isaiah 41, 8 down, Isaiah 41, 8 down to verse 10, what do we say of Sister Miriam? Isaiah 41, 8 down to verse 10. Sister Miriam, Isaiah 41, Eight down to verse 10, what it says. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Isaiah 41, verse 10. All the way down to Pick where verse eight. Eight. Pick with verse 8, 9, and 10. Eight. 8, 9, and 10. Okay. Isaiah 41, verse 8 through 10. Say But you, Israel, are my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Israel, of Abraham, my friend, you whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called you from the chief men thereof and said unto you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and not cast you away. Verse 10. Fear you not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your Yahweh. I will strengthen you. Yea, I will help you. Yea, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Hallelujah, Yahweh. So he's saying, I'm going to help you, but you got to 
do some things to show that my help on the table. So as long as you start on the fence with me, I'm just going to watch you according to Hosea 515. But go to Isaiah 42 there, Sister Marion, and pick it up at verse number number 21 down to verse 40, 25. Go to Isaiah 42, verse 21, straight down to verse 25. Let's see what, what else he says. And Elder Mr. Kill, have me Isaiah 44, 1 down to verse 8. 21 and 22, Elder. Isaiah 44, 1 down to verse 8, 21 to 22. Now, Sister Mary, in Isaiah 42, look what he says that got to happen for him to intervene in verse 21 down to verse 25. Come on. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Yahweh is well pleased for his righteousness sake. He will magnify the law and make it Honorable. 22. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them snared in holes, and they are hid in prison houses. They are for a prey, and none delivers, for a spoil, and none saith restored. 23. Who among you will give ear to this? Who will hearken? And here for the time to come. 24. Who gave Jacob for a spoiler and Israel to the robbers? Did not Yahweh, he against whom we have sinned? For they would not walk in his ways, neither were they obedient unto his law. 25. Therefore, he has poured upon him the fury of his anger and the strength of battle, and it has set him on fire round about. Yet he knew it not, and it burned him. Yet he laid it not to heart. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So he said, I burned him on every side, and he still can't figure out why he's the tail and not the head. He saw him bunching on every business deal, um, sent every nation on the planet to deliver them up, cut them short. I got them boycotting in and boycotting out. And they haven't figured out even today, you made an agreement with me to keep my laws, statutes, and commandments. And I told you what I'd do for you if you keep my laws, statutes, and commandments, but you pay me no never mind. Now, um, Elder, let's see what says in the book of Isaiah 44 there, Elder. What it says we can read in 44, wherever I said earlier, and flip my mind, but I, guess. I know you wrote it down. So you're on the clock, Elder. 44, Come on. Eight. Okay. In the yep. book of Isaiah, chapter 44, reading verses 1 to verse 8. Skipping down to verse 21 and 22. Mm-hmm. Verse number one says, Yet now hear, O Israel, my servant, and Israel whom I have chosen, to thus says the Yahweh that made me, 
and form thee from the womb, which I will help thee. Fear not, O Israel, my servant, and thou, Jerome, whom I have chosen. Three. For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty, and floods upon a dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon thy seed, and my blessing upon thy offspring. Four. And they shall spring up as among the grass, as willows by the water courses. Five. And one shall say, I am the Yahweh's, and another shall call himself by the name of Israel, another shall subscribe with his hand unto the Yahweh, and surname himself by the name of Israel. Six, thus says the Yahweh, the king of Israel, and his redeemer, the Yahweh of hosts, I am the first, and I am the last, and besides me there is no Yahweh. Seven, and who was as I shall call and shall declare it? And set it in order for me Since I appointed The ancient people And the things that are coming And shall come Let them show unto them Eight Fear ye not neither be afraid Have I not told thee from that time And and have I not declared it Ye are Even my witnesses Is there a Yahweh besides me Yeah there is no Yahweh I know not any Verse number 21 says, Remember thee, O Israel, and I, Israel, for art my servant. I have formed thee. Thou art my servant, O Israel. Thou shalt not be forgotten of me. 22. I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgression and as a cloud of thy sin. Return unto me, for I have redeemed thee. Mm-hmm. So he said, he said again, you are my witness. So who's the witness of the Bible? The children of Israel. See, you, you're watching everything unfold yourself, and you're still watching that one I say and trying to figure out what's going on, and everything written in this Bible. So some things got to happen, oh, Mother E. So... According to prophecy, Mother E, and Revelation 14, verse 1, let's talk about it, Mother E. And Revelation 14, verse 1, let's talk about some things that got to happen, Mother. 14, verse 1, what does it say? Revelation 14, verse 1. Book of Revelation, chapter 14, verse 1. Revelation, chapter 14, verse 1. Revelation chapter 14, verse 1. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the mountain of Sinai. And with him, a hundred forty and four thousand, having his father's name written in their forehead. Mm-hmm. Whether you use the word S or a Z, it still means Judah. Whether they spell the word Z or a Z. A Zion with an S, it still means Judah. So he was on a Mount Judah, and he seen there the forming of 144,000. So they go 144,000. 
but the 144,000 is, is a specific group, and they got to have what, mother, in their head? According to 14 verse 1, this 144,000 got to have what in their head? According to 14 verse 1. The father's name. They got to have the father's name in their head. So the 144,000 of this Bible must have the father's name in their head. What mm -hmm. is the father's name in Zechariah 14 verse 9, mother? What is the father's name? So the 144,000, we don't know where the number is right now. But this 144,000 started a long time ago. But the 144,000 will have the father's name in their head. And what name would that be in the head according to Zechariah 14, verse 9? Okay, let me get this Zechariah. 14, verse 9. Okay, let's get this. Book of Zechariah, chapter 14, verse 9. Zechariah, chapter 14, verse 9. Fourteen verse nine. Zechariah chapter fourteen. Name. Yeah. Zechariah chapter fourteen, verse nine reads. And and the Yahweh shall be king over all the earth, and that day shall there be one Yahweh, and his name one. How many letters is his name going to be, mother, for the 144,000? How many letters is his name going to be in? Oh. What is that? So the 144,000 will have the father's name written in their head. And the, the 144,000 will be talking about the one name, Y-H-W-H. That is the sign of the coming of the 144,000. We don't know how many it is right now, but we know the thing is close. But the 144,000, that's why it's no accident we all over the world now. They will have one name coming out their mouth, Y-H-W-H. They have the Father's name in their head. That is the sign of the 144,000. So we're going to stop right there so you can bring Mother Z in and see Mother Z want to add to what the CM said or do she got something that the Almighty put on her to tell his national audience. Hey, Mother Z, try with y'all got Judah. One of the mothers out of Camp 1. Y'all probably beat that seat right. Y'all probably best to see Israel for all you see. Hallelujah. 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 Well, well, Mother, we are lay down our brick. If you want to expound on what we on said, or Yahweh got something different for you to put on the table, in his word, you're on the clock. The world is listening. Come on. I'm going to read in uh, Job chapter 34. Let's start reading at verse 1. Furthermore, Elijah answered, answered and said, Hear my words, O, o e wise man, 
and give ears unto me, ye that have knowledge. Verse three. For for the ear for the ears try try for the ears try words as the mouth tastes meat. Verse four. Let us let us choose to our judgment. Let us know among our self what is good. Verse five. For Job have said, I am righteous, and Yahweh has taken away my judgment. Verse six. Should should I lie against my righteousness, my Make that's right. Yeah, right. My mm-hmm. womb is in in without transgression. Verse seven. What man is like Job, who got drank up scorned like water? Verse eight. Which go in compassion with the works of iniquity and walk with wicked men. Verse 9. For he has said, It's proper, it profits, for he has said, It profits a man nothing that he should delight. Himself with Yahweh, verse ten. Therefore, hearken unto me, ye men of understanding. For fear be, for be it from, for be it for Yahweh that he should do wicked, wicked, wickedness. And for the Almighty that he should commit sin. Verse 11. For the work of a man shall he reward. For the work of a man should he render unto him and cause every man to Sign according to his ways. Hallelujah. We got the message in grandstyle, no doubt about it. One thing about Mosey, she comes to the plate, the plate and she's swinging for the grand slam. And that's the spirit we all got to have. Now, Sister Mary, you find out that the 144,000 got to have the father's name in their head. So let's um, precept that to Revelation chapter 7, verse 3 down to verse 9, that's Sister Miriam. Let's see what's going on in Revelation chapter, not that read verse 3, and I got a good precept on verse 3. Let's see what it says in Revelation 7, verse 3, end time prophecy. Uh, young lion. Uh, put up Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, and give me 
8 down to verse 11 first. Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, and skip down to verse 8. And we'll read to it, get out front there, young line. What does it say? Revelation 1, 3, then pick up verse 8 and read down a little bit. Come on. Entire prophecy, the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 3, and skip down to verse 8, down to verse 11. Revelation chapter 1, verse 3 reads, Blessed is he that readeth, and they that fear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Verse 8, I am the beginning and the end, said Yahweh, which is and which was and which is to come, the almighty Yahweh. Verse 9, I, John, who I, also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Yahweh the Son was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of Yahweh the Father and for the covenant of Yahweh the Son. All right, good. Right there. Right there. So John was in captivity. And he was talking to the one that said he's the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And John said he was on the Isle of Patmos, on the Isle of, he was in penitentiary for one reason, to hear the word of Yahweh. Now, so what John heard to write down there, Sister Marion, what he heard to write down in Revelation chapter 7, verse 3 down to verse 9, and the closing statement, Sister Marion, what did he hear? To write down in Revelation 7, 3 down to verse 9. And we'll be back on Airways Wednesday at 6 o'clock. But the young line be ready to go tomorrow on Pass Talk at 8 o'clock. Revelation chapter 7, 3 down to verse 9. Put the mirror and a closing statement. Come on. Uh, you said Revelation 1, what verse? I mean, 7, what verse? I couldn't hear it. 3 down to verse 9. Okay. 3. Drop down the nine or go straight through the nine? Straight down the nine. Okay. All right. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Revelation. Chapter 7. Start at verse Revelation three. chapter 7, 3, straight mm-hmm. down to verse 9, Sister Miriam. Revelation chapter 7, verse 3, straight Revelation down to verse seven, 9. And, verse 3 down to verse 9, Sister Miriam. Can you hear me, Revelation? I said that. Revelation chapter 7, verse 3, down to 9, right? That's right. Come on. Okay. Saying, hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our Yahweh in their foreheads. And I heard Hold the number of them. Hold that point. Hold that point right there. Read verse 3 again now. So the millions read it again. Verse 3. Revelation, chapter 7, verse 3, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our Yahweh and their foreheads. All right, good. Hold that point. Hey, seal them with what? In Isaiah, chapter 8, verse 16. Well, he said, don't hurt his servants. He don't hurt the earth yet until his servants 
get a seal in their head. They got to get a seal in their head, and we read in that 14 one. They got his son got to have a seal on four letters, YHWH in, in their head. So they got their YHWH in his head, hurt not my son. So in, in Isaiah 8, verse 16, at Adam, what does it say that we can read? Isaiah 8, 16. And as they are, chapter eight, verse, eight, verse, verse number sixteen. Isaiah chapter eight, verse number sixteen says, "Bind up the testimony, seal the law among the, my disciples." You see that? So, so what you got to be filled in with the law, statutes, and commandments. So when he start hurting the earth. You got to have the law, statutes, and commandments in your head. Now, give me a precept and a closing statement, Elder, in Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 and 17. And a closing statement. Okay, in the book of Matthew, chapter 9, verse 16 and 17, I do believe you said. Chapter 19. 19. Chapter 19. Hallelujah. So we find out one thing. We're clear 
that hurt not the earth until I have sealed my sermon. My servant's going to have a name coming out their head called 144,000. Some four letters. Y-H-W-H. Them the ones going to be part of the one that, that teaching group. And now we're going to read that teaching group right now by Sister Miriam. Now pick it back up again at Revelation 7, 3 down to verse 9. And a closing statement of Sister Miriam, come on. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Revelations chapter 7, 3 through verse 9. Saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our Yahweh and their foreheads. Four. And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Children of Israel. Okay. Five. Of the tribe of Judah. 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 Judah were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Reuben were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Gad were sealed 12,000. Verse 6, of the tribe of Asher were sealed, sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Nathalian were sealed, sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Manasseh were sealed 12,000. <clears throat> Verse 7, of the tribe of Simeon were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Levi were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Issachar were sealed 12,000. Verse 8. Of the tribe of Zebulon were sealed 12,000. Zebulon was sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Joseph were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Benjamin were sealed 12,000. Verse 9, after this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and songs in their hands. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So, so now you understand who the 144,000 got to come from. The hundred. 44,000 would come directly out of the bloodline of the children of Israel. That's why it's a big job ahead of us. So a lot of people know who's 144,000. Yeah, you just got the reason right there. John was on the Isle of Tamos to tell you. 144,000 will be teachers having the father's name written in their head, Y-H-W-H, and they will be teaching their group from all the tribes of the children of Israel. So you see, that's who the 144,000 is. It would not be nobody concerned with the Catholic Church, Esau, his five sons, or the sons of Ham, or the sons of Jephthah people. The 144,000 would be a direct bloodline from the children of Israel. And there it is from the seventh chapter, one down to verse nine. So that's it. 
how you deal with the 144,000. But we ain't through with it yet. Sister Mary, in closing statement, we'll catch you back on this broadcast Wednesday at 6 o'clock. But remember, the power talk with the young lions on tomorrow at 8 o'clock. You're on the clock for your closing statement. Come on. Hallelujah. We close it out with a song coming out the book of Job, chapter 13. I messed it up a little bit, but I recorded so. Hallelujah. Bless you. To the 12 tribes scattered abroad. And is that on the right? To the lyrics, the instrumentals in the background. To Yahweh, be all the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So like y'all. Thanks. Today's a thank you. Coming out the book of Job, I randomly open it up. Chapter 13. Um, so let's see what it says. Praise Psalm 31, which is the 13th. Uh, no, really. Oh, yeah, I like what? All right, come on, Sister Mary. Okay. Together, you 
Withdraw my hand from me and let my your dread make me pray. Then Hallelujah, Yahweh, Yahweh bless you, Hallelujah, Yahweh, Yahweh bless you, Hallelujah, Yahweh bless you. That was a special dedication out to the children of Israel. I heard, hope y'all heard the lyrics and overlooked the long song and the, and the voice. It's truly a message from my heart that Yah has given me this song randomly to send out to you all. This is for us. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Yahweh bless you. To our tribes scattered abroad. To go out the four corners of the earth. Shalom. 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 Shalom.
All right, there, Sister Mary, and hallelujah. All right, now, now, Mother E, give me that Matthew 24, 12, down to verse 14. And a closing statement there, Mother E. Matthew 24, 12, down to verse 14, a closing statement there, Mother Okay. Book of Matthew, chapter 24, 12 to 14. Matthew, chapter 24. Verse 12. And because iniquitous sin shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Verse 14. And this covenant of the kingdom shall be taught in all the world for a witness. Unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Mm-hmm. Thing ain't gonna end until this covenant, and 144,000 gotta wake up and have a father's name in their head. So I, that's mm-hmm. why we know we got plenty of time left because this word have to reach all the nations. That's where Israel is scattered at: Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and all the tribes. That they got to. Take hold to this message about the covenant. All right, mother, until Wednesday night. What you want to say that, mother? Let them know they got to hold on, mother. You on the clock, come on. Thank and praising Yahweh for the class. Thank and praising Yahweh for the teacher. Thank and praising Yahweh to be able to be in the class. And I just said to the listeners to hold on. Don't give up. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now, young line, let's go back and read that Revelation 7, verse 9, one more time. Revelation 7, verse 9, one more time. Uh, hey, Mother E, come back and read that verse again. Um, Revelation 7, Revelation 7. Seven verse nine. Verse nine. Mm-hmm. Revelation chapter seven, verse nine. Verse nine reads: After this, I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, for all the nations and kindreds. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.